Support for this episode comes from PCG Digital. As a business owner, you want to surround yourself with people who can help you achieve your goals. When it comes to digital marketing, that's what PCG Digital does best. If you want a true partner, helping connect your message to more customers, then you need to reach out to PCG Digital. Maximize your marketing dollars with PCG Digital. Go to pcgdigital.com for more information. And don't forget to mention the You're In Charge podcast. Results. All of us are focused on results, whether it's for our personal goals or our business goals or our team goals. And a lot of times when we're focused on results, we bring a lot of emotions into the conversation about results. We focus on our team and the team's performance and maybe we're disappointed in them or we turn the mirror on ourselves and we're disappointed with ourselves because we didn't achieve the goals. And we start judging ourselves in ways I don't think is helpful. So I wanna share a conversation that I had with a manager who I was helping you know, coach through this situation with their team. And I thought it was really important. It, it seemed to help them, so I thought I would share it with you. So let's dive into it on today's episode of You're In Charge, Now What? Let's talk about results. All right, well, today is a solo episode. Uh, I just wanted to share something that happened recently because I thought it was very important to the individual who I was coaching uh, through this struggle with results and judging themselves and judging their team and getting so locked up by emotions, you didn't really have a plan to to work through this. And once we unpacked all of it and we mapped it out, he said it was very clear, very helpful. And when someone tells that to me, then I think, well, if it was beneficial to them, it's probably beneficial to other people as well. So here we are today on a little bit of a solo episode. So let's talk about this idea of results. We set our goals. We've mapped out our goals. Um, we could have a whole conversation of what is a realistic goal or how do you push yourself. But let's just focus on, on the results and the goal that you're, you're focused on. Um, when you look at results, it's it's pretty binary. There, either you hit your results or achieved your results or you did. For many people, they approach both of those with a different strategy. I would challenge you to say you should be approaching it with the same strategy, especially when you're working with your team. Because if your team hit the goal as a team, there's probably people that exceeded their personal goals, but there are also people that missed their personal goals. And even on the flip side, if you look at it and say, my team didn't achieve their desired result, there were some people on that team that probably did their part. So when you come in emotional and blaming and making grand statements about, oh, the team didn't do their job and we failed, probably have people on your team going, I did my job. I actually exceeded my personal goal. So we're going to unpack this because it's very important that you understand how to look at results and approach it in a consistent manner that will help you 
and your team constantly improve. So first things first, as I said, you either achieved your results or you didn't. Ask yourself this, do you, do you who, who's listening right now, do you approach those two situations in the same manner? Many times when we hit that goal, we're happy and we're high-fiving. And when we don't, we get frustrated and anger or emotions come into play. So the first key is no matter what, when you're looking at results, get rid of emotions. Now, what do I mean about emotions? Let me give you an example. There was a team member that I was overseeing. And this person frustrated me. Just, we did not click, but they were on my team. And when it came time for a performance review, I was determined not to give this person any increase in salary at all. And I had a regional manager who came in. And when they were going through this, the, we came to this person's you know, file. And I said, no, absolutely not. I'm not going to give this person uh, a raise at all. And the person covered up their name and said, look at that performance. And I knew where they were going. And, and, and it, you know, when you actually know the end of the story and you go, oh, I'm going to look like such an idiot here in a moment. But when he asked that question, do you think this person deserved the raise based on these numbers? I had to say yes. And so they said, give them the raise. And I kept arguing, well, what about this? What about this? He said two separate things. Get rid of the emotion. Hold them accountable to that behavior that you're complaining about. There is an escalation process. Focus on that behavior and document and put them through your disciplinary process for that behavior. But this behavior over here, their results deserves a raise. Don't confuse it. See, so sometimes when we're dealing with results, emotions get into play and we lump everything together instead of breaking it down. So I've come up with two ways to look at or two tools that, that uh, I use to help me through these situations. If we are successful, I focus on why we were successful with the same focus as if we missed the results. Let me repeat that. I focus with the same intensity if we are successful as if we are not successful. The reason is I need to understand what actions we did to generate the great results that we were happy about, right? You've heard me say it multiple times, actions cause results. So what did we do in order to generate the results? Why? I want my team or myself to understand what behaviors generated the positive results so we can replicate those actions again and move into the next whatever time frame or next phase of our, our results so I can replicate it so I can get myself out on a good foot. If I didn't achieve it, well, then I want to see what actions we did to not generate the right results. Remember, everyone's going to work to do something. It may not be what you want them to do, but they're doing something. And a lot of times they think they're doing the right thing to be successful, or they think, well, maybe I have a better way to do this. The more that we can get focused on actions and hold them accountable to actions, we 
put ourselves in a position to be more successful. Now, so I focus on what we call the four P's. I'm sure a lot of people have heard about them before, but people, process, product, something has to fall into one of those three. The fourth one that I always add in is prospects, especially if you are a sales organization or most businesses are trying to sell products and services. But if I'm in front of the wrong prospects, I don't care how good your people skills are, my sales skills, my sales process. I don't care how great my product is if I'm in front of the wrong prospects. That doesn't work. The reason I have those four P's is as I'm dissecting the actions, most of the times they're going to fall into one of these four categories. Actually, I would guess every action falls into one of these. It's either the people, and that could be, we could go, go through the stages when we're talking about people. Did I hire the right people? Did I train the right people? Am I, is there a follow-up process uh, to see that the, those people are doing the right actions, right? So, uh, you know, if I'm going into my process, do I have the right process? Have we edited the process? Are we using an outdated process? And then, of course, our product has to be, you know, a good product or a service. But same thing. Have we adapted our product based on what the customers are telling us? So when you're looking at those four buckets, we want to, again, simplify it down even more. Let's assume that the product is decent. Let's assume the, pro uh, the prospects, we, we, we're doing well there. Most of your things are going or issues may fall into the people or the process. The key is we blend those together instead of saying, is this an execution problem or a process problem? Meaning, are the people executing the process correctly? Or is it a process problem? Meaning, I could be doing the process 100% of the time with all the right effort and all the right commitment, but it's not generating the results I want. Could it be the actual process? Maybe I have to change the process. Or I have a good process, but we're not executing. Well, let me rephrase that. We may not know if our process is good or not because we're not executing. As I said, when you're going back and looking through results and why we're not achieving results, all of your, all of your issues are going to fall into one of those four buckets. Trying to keep it simple for everybody, especially managers and new leaders of teams. It we default a lot of times to the people. Now the people just might not be doing what they're supposed to be doing. Well, that can be going back to you as a person. What is your process for coaching and developing? Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? See what I'm saying? We can unpack it. It's the people, process, product, or prospects. They always fit into that. Now, once we are uncovering this or inspecting any of these, so let's go back to the manager saying, well, it's got to be the people. Well, then I would fall into using my next set of tools in my tool belt to help improve accountability and results. And I call them the five R's, right? So we had the four P's. Now we have the five R's. So the first thing I do, no emotions, is review. That's the first R. I want to review what's going on. Review the goals. Review the people. Review the process. Review the product. Review the prospects. I need to make sure, does everyone know what they're supposed to be doing? Are we using the most current prospect uh, process? 
So again, the first thing I do before I make any judgment is I need to review the situation, review everything going on, take my notes so that then I can make a plan of action. Now, the next R is I have to revise or maybe refine. This would be revising maybe the process or refining it or going back and doing some training again, getting into uh, uh, conversations one-on-one with some of my team, or maybe again, it's product. We're going to refine something based on feedback. So remember, we're revising and refining. We're not changing anything. A lot of times it's tweaking, which then brings us to the next R, which is refocus. This is getting our team, all of us, to refocus on a priority. Maybe we started to take some things for granted. All of us do it. I used to be the training manager for a company and I would train every single day, multiple groups of individuals. And I used to have a checklist and I would follow that checklist and I would hit my training checklist every single day. Then my ego started to get in the way and I stopped using it as often. And I had my training, but what I noticed was my training was taking longer and people were not as clear coming out of that training on what their job was. And then I went back and looked at my checklist and what I realized was I was adding things in that didn't need to be there and I was skipping very important steps. And I was adjusting the order because I started to fall in love with hearing myself talk. So again, going back and refocusing yourself on the basics, refocusing the team on the importance of the process. Again, it can just be a reminder, but if we need to, now you can move into the next R, which is retrain. You may have to go back and retrain some people, coaching them. Remember, you are a coach and your job is to constantly watch what's going on. Think of a sports team. They're watching practice. They might revise something. They're going to refine something. They're going to get a player to refocus. Where are you supposed to be? What are you supposed to be doing on this play? And if I need to, I'll stop everything and walk everyone through it. I'll retrain everyone. Or I might have somebody go work with a coach, take them out of the practice, go work on this, and then bring them back here. And once you do this, then it's constantly repeating this, repeating this every single day, every single time you're looking at results. I want to review what's going on. I want to refocus. I want to revise. I want to retrain if necessary. And then the last R, the fifth one, one, two, three, four, five, that's five. The sixth one, little bonus one, there may be times where you have to replace. And again, when we go back to the four Ps, you might have to replace a person or replace a process. You may have to take a step out that used to work that doesn't work anymore. You might have found that someone's in the wrong seat on the team or they're better suited at another position or you've coached, recoached coached again, coached again, and you just realize this person is not the best fit for your team. And so you have to replace. But by going through all of this, notice what what has not come out of my mouth at any time is judgment. I'm not judging the results. I'm not Saying people are lazy. I hear that all the time. People are just lazy. Well, that I don't understand what that means. People are always doing something. If they're not doing it with the right intensity or they're not doing it in the right order, well, that's your job as the coach and leader of this team to help get 
them on point. I don't care if you're the CEO and the owner of the business. Your team, who, who is your team? You may not be with the frontline workers. That's okay, but who's your team? Who are your people? What is their process? What is your process to engage? And how are you reviewing it, revising it, refocusing, even if it's refocusing yourself or retraining and keeping this on rinse and repeat over and over and over again until your actions and what you see in front of you is so crystal clear that we're back on track or maybe we have to replace something or someone or maybe it is a product or replace the audience we're going after in terms of prospects. But you see in terms of results, all of your results, good or bad, fall into those four categories. The people, the process, the product, the prospects. If we're firing on all cylinders and we are achieving the goals, remember people who are achieving, what are they doing? What actions are they doing? Well, here's the key. You have to go through the five R's to help them understand it. You have to get them to review what they've been doing and maybe refine it. They might have the process. Could we tweak it a little more? Just shave a few seconds off of here. Could we be a little faster? And then refocus them on what? On the actions they did in order to be successful and let them go. And if they're not, right? Remember, even if we as a team, there's are successful. There are some people who may have not achieved their personal goals or the goals you expected for them. And we have to go through review and revise and refocus. And in this case, you might have to retrain them and then go back and watch them over and over and over again to keep them on track. You can't just retrain and let them go. You have to go rinse and repeat. I have to go back later on and review what they're doing. Why? I want to find them doing something Correctly, I want to give them positive feedback. I want to anchor in what they're doing, get them to understand what they're doing in that process. And only by getting everyone on my team, all those people executing on the process. Remember, we talked about execution. Is it a process problem, execution process? I need to make sure that everyone is executing correctly. So then I can make those decisions of reviewing, revising, refocusing, maybe replacing a step in my process. So just to summarize, so that you leave with this, this, this um, strategy or a checklist, keep emotions out of your results. Stop labeling people as lazy. Managers aren't lazy. Salespeople aren't lazy. Employees aren't lazy. They are there. They're doing what they think they should be doing. And if they're not achieving the results, you have to dive into those five R's and figure out where their breakdown is. Maybe it was you. Maybe you weren't clear. Maybe it's actually you're the issue. You're the reason why you're not following your process of inspection and reviewing and accountability. So. You're giving the impression to your employees that what you say is not really important because your actions are not backing it up as this is important to the success of our team. So I'm going to be looking at it. I'm going to be checking on it. And by doing that, I'm helping my team succeed. You can't just be the pump up 
motivational guy telling people how great they are or giving them, you know, uh, let's all go out and pick up our numbers. Let's stop being lazy. Let's go hard and hustle and all of that because no one knows what it means. You may have it in your head. You may think you know what it is, but it doesn't mean anything if it can't convert to actions. One last way to think about it. When I'm saying something to my team in order to generate actions so that we can get the results we want, can you stand up and do it? If you can stand up and do it, it's clear what you're wanting someone to do. If you can't, don't say it. Find a different way. For example, everyone, man, you're, you're just lazy today. Come on, we need to go out there and get pumped up. I need you guys to be motivated. I need you guys to pick up your numbers. What the heck does any of that mean? What do they have to do to generate better numbers? What do they have to do to give off the impression that they are excited about their job and they're motivated about their job? That's what you need to focus on. That's what you should be doing as a leader, focusing on what actions generate the results you want, Look at the four P's, that's where all your problems are going to fall into. And then go after those five R's, that's your responsibility to help your team improve. Well, I hope you found value. This stuff gets me excited. Well, you know what to do at the end of all of our shows. Um, please make sure that if there is someone in your network that could benefit from this, please share it out. Let me know what you thought. Let me know if you want some more solo uh, episodes to help you with these. Yes, I'll be having my guests every single week uh, because our goal here is to help you become the leader you want. And, and by talking with other uh, great leaders, uh, sharing their journeys, their ups, their downs, their struggles, my goal is to help you become that leader that you want to be, both personally and professionally. So thank you so much. I appreciate you spending time with me. As I say at the end of every episode, you're in charge. Whatever you feel, now what? What do I do? We're here every single week to help you become better. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you all very much.